0: Do 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 do. jerk of all trades podcast we are back my friends with a fresh episode for you it's still cold it's still snowing but that ain't stopping us what's good ray what's going on with you You doing any shoveling this week
1: uh yeah absolutely of course oh, i, I my worked goodness. and then i came home and i immediately had to shovel actually i try to use my snowblower and i'm a fucking idiot and i never take out the gas <laughs> before Ooh uh before up on you yeah right? so uh yeah it didn't uh didn't start up on me i gotta fucking take a look at that but um yeah whatever it is what it is Got out there get a little workout doing a little shoveling so yeah. and if you're in a part of the country where it's not snowing we hate you <laughs>
0: well,
1: just kidding we don't <laughs>
0: big ups to you maybe you can invite us over uh, yeah you sure know, for a week or please, two and we please, can hang please. out I don't mind shoveling. It's, it's one of the, the you know, ho- not hobbies, but uh, it's one of the chores that I definitely don't mind. I like just putting my head down and just getting it done. Just yeah. not looking, not paying attention, not thinking about it. Just getting, getting out there and getting to it.
1: I'm a lazy shoveler. So, like, you know how, like, you should really be, like, getting down real low to the ground. Scraping so make sure, the pavement. Right, right. Uh, I don't do that. Like, what? I basically just, like, push the – I put the <laughs> shovel down, and I just push the snow towards the edge – and, uh, you know, maybe if there's, like, an area where there's, like, excessive amount of, like, snow buildup, you know, on the ground, I'll maybe stab at it a little bit and get that out. Yeah. But I'm not trying to get it completely clean. Uh, that's what I'm going to use salt for. So I was going to say, you're going
0: to slip and fall, man.
1: Throw a shit ton of salt down. So There you go. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, it gets old after a while. I mean, there are times, especially when it's real heavy and packy and, you know, like 10 inches of just wet snow. I'm like that, too, where it's just like, all right, yeah, <laughs> enough is it. enough. Yeah. yeah. But – uh yeah man uh anything cool happened this week uh happening with you
1: no not really I'll we, tell you. we put
0: out some video corners so yeah, we, this, yeah. this is our time to you know That's have sweet. some
1: small talk yeah we finally uh we're finally back with the, a regular episode of the show i'll tell you what what i've been spending a vast majority of my free time outside of you know my my job and stuff um what i've been doing so i uh i got my girlfriend a guitar for christmas and i got her an acoustic guitar uh and you know i wasn't sure how you know she wanted one whatever and uh so i got her one wasn't sure how she was gonna take to it and she actually has uh enjoyed it quite a bit and she's been playing a lot and so uh, if you didn't know now you'll know uh, i play guitar i play guitar for quite a number of years but i've always been a pretty shitty, mediocre uh, bedroom guitar player um, because I taught myself, and because when you don't know how to do something, you are the worst teacher um, to teach yourself. And so I've, and I basically, fo- you know, without getting too detailed, I focused my energy on the wrong things, and I developed a lot of bad habits. Um, but you know what? I, I could. You, you can know. still play though, right? I could, yeah, I could. Yeah, you know, I could still do some stuff. But anyway, so I've really, <laughs> really been because she's been playing, I've been playing a lot as well, and so. Um, I got down to the basics and so go back to my major chords and my chord progressions and my strumming patterns and I have to say I've really really uh, improved quite a bit in a short amount of time and I am really enjoying that so I've been spending a lot of my free time uh, playing guitar and so
0: nice getting that creative juices flowing yes
1: yes absolutely hopefully
0: the old lady doesn't pull Jeff Jarrett in uh.
1: yeah, don't piss her off. <laughs> I'm not gonna piss her off. She'll hit me with her acoustic guitar, so um, I hope not. But well, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. But here's here's the bottom line on it, and this is such a sad fact. Um, so I mean, I want to play guitar, you know, because I want to play guitar, and you know, I want to be good, um, but. I also am a very competitive person, and I cannot and will not allow her to get better than me. There you go. <laughs> like it just can't happen. It cannot happen. So, um, so yeah, I'm. You uh,
0: taught her everything she knows, but you didn't teach her everything that you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. She tried. She tried to. She was trying to talk smart upstairs a little bit earlier and talking <laughs> about how she doesn't need my help anymore. So you know what? I told her, don't try to ask me any questions. When you want to remember what the D chord is, you know what? Uh, you know what? I might, I might, I might actually, uh, I might show you that one, but uh, it's like an A. It's a fucking G. I'm not fucking telling you what that chord is. So <laughs> she actually was telling me earlier that she has a hard time fingering the D. So
0: oh shit, yeah. damn,
1: that, that's a rough one. Yeah, you got to go for the G string, and then uh, yeah. yeah,
0: I, I yeah. like. Unfortunately, I started a mini fight upstairs. I didn't even. <laughs> I' did. the last thing I wanted was conflict I got my christmas present uh, like everything everything was good like yes it, it record it's podcast day today so we're yes. recording new podcast i just i don't remember what I said, but <laughs> she started talking about how she liked it and uh how she was getting good at it and then uh all of a sudden there was a little minor argument about it but that's okay yeah. that's you know okay. she's
1: yeah she's upset because you know because I'm better than she is. And she's jealous. She said it. She's admitted it. She's it's jealous. It's okay to be competitive. She's jealous because she it'll wants to play songs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Better, absolutely. It'll better the both of you, for sure. A hundred percent. You know what? Because I've that's the problem, too, is that... You know, I don't want to say anything, but she was practicing while you weren't paying attention upstairs. Oh, I know she was. Nah. That's all right. That's all right. I'll fucking practice while we record. You're <laughs> <laughs> a little a little strummy strum in the, in the background. So a little mm. background music. So, yeah. So, but you know what? I'm, uh, I'm super happy. It's super cool to see, you know, her, uh, you know, getting on with the guitar and, uh, and liking it and, uh, fingering the D. So absolutely. I'm, I'm very, is.
0: I'm very surprised and I'm happy too for
1: her. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
0: You didn't catch uh raw 25, did you?
1: Uh, I did actually, I did actually, I uh, watched that last night. Uh, you watch I was that as well? Yeah. I watched that at a friend's house. It was,
0: yeah. it was pretty good. It could probably could have been better, but, uh.
1: things can always be better that first segment was great i'll tell you what so yeah so my my thoughts on raw 25 um yeah the beginning i mean how cool coming in the manhattan center just the old vibe very very fun uh the old stage all that jazz jim ross jerry lawler um and then throwing to where was the what was the other arena that they were in i think they were in brooklyn the, yeah. you talking about the
0: big one or the Yeah, the big one. The
1: big one was probably uh
0: the Brooklyn Nets arena or whatever yeah. the hell it's called.
1: So but yeah, they you know, then uh <clears throat> we had uh, the awesome Stone Cold and Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon segment, which was just great. Vince McMahon was just in top form in that. Absolutely. Yeah. He's uh, he's an AR A A R P now. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was a great segment. <laughs> Um, but I got to be honest, the rest of the show kind of fucking disappointing. And as I described it, I had Eddie try to guess the word that I would use to describe it, and the word was depressing. I found it to be depressing. That's sad. I mean, Get I it, depressing. <laughs> so. I got to yeah, I got to uh, break the news to Eddie that the Undertaker was wearing a wig. Oh shit! He was wearing a wig, and he came out and he ran his mouth about absolutely nothing. Uh, never really known as a good mic guy. And yeah, so that was pretty lame and the DX thing was just sad they just keep trying to rehash it over and well, over and wasn't I'm,
0: wasn't it like a passing of the torch to a uh, balor club
1: kind I, of? I think that that was what it was yeah but yeah. they also made the revival look like fucking dog shit so who uh, did they face no they came out and they got fucking stomped on oh, that's they right. took like finisher mania from okay. everybody yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I can't think of too many matches. I know they had the Divas match after uh, the Shane Yeah, Matt, the regular matches were weak. Yeah. Um, then they had uh, Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy.
1: Oh, yeah. I and I- then, uh, shoot. Who else was there there was i feel like there was somebody else they had like the
0: divas come out oh, like the, the old Dud- school divas. they had the
1: dudley's there oh
0: yeah dudley boys that was cool
1: it was kind of cool to see some people like harvey whippleman back and stuff like the that. coach the coach the coach <laughs> was there that was that was fun that was so, pretty cool yeah, yeah. So, it was cool to see some of it but yeah,
0: yeah. It part of it was good and then part of it wasn't so just good. just some
1: of those bigger segments um i feel like the people eddie was telling me the people the manhattan center were not happy they feel like they yes. kinda got screwed over
0: twitter was all over that shit yeah they're so. having chance and everything so not too great for uh raw 25 at the manhattan center but uh so yeah i mean with all that said ready to kick the show off for you guys so uh, on to the first topic let's do it
1: dr kinsey how large is your penis excuse me when erect how large is it how long from the scrotum here here Here. Oh, (laughs) surprised you didn't pass out. Oh, there it is. There it is.
0: I couldn't help it.
1: (sighs) All right, let's talk about the guy with the world's largest (sighs) penis. I do want to. I do want to mention too that it's an interesting bit of synchronicity that actually. Yesterday, so this is from the movie Kinsey, in case you did not know, with Liam Neeson. Um, actually, quite a good movie um, uh, about uh, sex researcher uh, Alfred Kinsey. And so I actually had mentioned this to someone just yesterday, and I was explaining Kinsey and the Kinsey scale and all that, and no one knew what the fuck I was talking about. So very interesting that we were looking for some transitions for the topics, and Eddie happened to pick this scene from the movie Kinsey, so
0: great of, scene.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, very very good movie. I would definitely recommend uh, checking it out. Very interesting.
0: Well, I don't know if the Guinness Book of World Records is on this or not, but uh, Roberto Cabrera from Saltillo, Mexico, probably Saltillo, but uh, that's all right. Yeah, a little salty. Yeah, has a little penis size. He doesn't have a little penis size. Eighteen point nine inches long.
1: Holy cow. So long. That, that seems like a bit much. A member to remember. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, so far, he has refused any reduction surgeries and hopes to pursue a career in the porn industry in the United States. I
1: mean, the first thing let's talk about is Who's this. Who's signing up to fuck that guy, though? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a pretty hideous looking mofo. Uh, he's got a pretty nice mustache, though. But uh, I mean, the first thing let's talk about is this. He's on like disability because of this thing. Oh, I can only imagine that thing's probably heavy as fuck. <laughs> I love the picture of like it in the pants. You know, he's oh, got know. these like s- like really awesome looking yellow pants, and they're like mustard mustard yellow. And you can just see his dong is like hanging right by his knee there.
0: There's nowhere to put it. <laughs>
1: So, but, I mean, the thing that I find hilarious about this, too, is that uh, there's controversy awry in this situation. So, like, you know, yeah, he wants to be in the porn industry, okay, but there are people calling into question the uh, the length of his uh, his member. So, did uh, did you read about that? Well, they're saying it's foreskin, right? They're saying it's foreskin. Yeah. Huh. And he's—he uh, admits that he has been—he's uh, been stretching his penis since he was young. Oh come on! You didn't see that? I didn't see that part where yes. he was young doing it. Yeah, it says uh, uh, doctors revealed Cabrera has been stretching his member with weights since he was a teenager.
0: Wow, that sounds like it would hurt. Yeah, a lot. Weird. Well, I guess he didn't have any other hobbies in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Huh. Yeah, he's trying to get government assistance. Didn't really work out for him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. He visits the food banks to take his meals at twelve o'clock. What uh what do you think he uh what do you think he eats? Ch- chorizo or that's <laughs> um, uh, um, a Mexican sausage. Sausage.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what? I
1: I'll tell you what uh not eating meat, one of the best uh like meat substitutes is uh the fake chorizo. It is uh just absolutely delicious. oh yeah. which is interesting too because uh actually he was offered his first job by the creator of the fake taxi series so. You could eat your fake chorizo, and his fucking chorizo is fake. God damn it. It's all motherfucking foreskin. It all comes together. That is
0: true. That is very true. I Oh, wonder how my many, God. How many, I wonder how many chicks this guy's actually uh, and then they said, been in bed with. They
1: told him they would fly him over to Prague. He can come see our doctors and nurses at the fake hospital. Uh, oh, come on. You know
0: the nurses want to take a gander at that.
1: No. <laughs> look at this fucking thing, dude. Nobody, nobody wants to see that. And, I mean, let's be honest here. Like... This is far, far too much. This is far too much. Oh, way too much, dude. He's putting like maybe a third of this thing in, if he's lucky. Like not even that much, dude. Nobody wants twenty inches. They don't want you pounding on their like. He would have to like. He would be in their like esophagus. I feel like definitely from, uh, from vaginal yeah. intercourse, not from a blow
0: job. You know, it's always funny the next day when the chick tries to walk and she's kind of like, you know, a little tender and shit. <laughs> but with this guy, it would, she'd be in like in the
1: hospital. Oh <laughs> God. she would. Hopefully she wouldn't go to the fake hospital. Remember,
0: wasn't there a video of a guy getting boned by like a horse and he actually died? I,
1: I don't know, but I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's this gay dude. Uh, I guess he he was into horses or whatever, and he got boned by a big horse dick, horse boner, and uh, he,
1: the horse boned him so hard he actually died on camera. Let's let's pose a question there though. So if he's into horse dick, but that's it, does that make him gay? Well, if it's a boy horse, I would assume so. (laughs) But does that make him a gay horse, though? (laughs) This is like a Kanye thing. He's (laughs) a gay fish. Yes, I know. It's it's interesting. You know what? That's actually interesting too, because the movie Kinsey is totally about not. Well, it's not about horses, but you know, it's about the concept of basically like sexuality being fluid and there being like a scale rather than a black and white issue. So, um, you know, if you're into horse cock, does that make you gay? That's a great question. So
0: that's one I cannot answer. Too bad Alfred yeah.
1: Kinsey is dead, and he didn't do any research on that. I think that just makes you into bestiality, and yeah. I th- and I think that uh, being you know a gay bestialitist, I don't know that that's an actual word, but uh, I think that the bestiality portion of it is probably. Uh, probably the biggest issue in that so
0: so strange yeah 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 i feel for this guy roberto man it seems like a long stretch of bad luck for this oh, guy oh
1: boy you oh, know at least he's trying boy. to make the
0: most of out of a hard situation oh man because you know i don't know if most people in his situation would be able to endure the pounding all right i'll stop oh my god where <laughs> were you
1: reading those from did you write those or
0: what <laughs> that was part of my old transition mm. On to the next story.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> All got right. that? Money. Back money, 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 money. him up nice. A million dollars
0: in cash money.
1: woo woo oh. Now, in order to win this money, pretty simple. Actually, those of you who have already registered on wwe.com can i explain no the problem. rules here just stand by
0: the phone and if i call you and you give me the correct password keyword then you win here we go wwe universe
1: of course it is if i
0: call you and you say the password is wwe universe you win
1: this reminds me of the in your house back in the day where you could win the house yes Oh. Very similar. <laughs> Better work this time. If not, you enjoy the music until your party <laughs> the phone. Oh, he's got ringback tone. <laughs> hang on, give the guy a minute. <laughs> I actually <laughs> wonder if the, this makes me wonder if this was pre-written. Answer your phone, you idiot. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh my god. I wonder there? if that was uh, work. Uh, Daniel Crummit. Where are you from, Daniel? 29
0: Palms, California.
1: Are you watching Raw? Yes, I am. Can you give me the correct password? WWE Universe.
0: No, could have oh been, because he gave but the right you password. just one 200,000. Ooh, holy smokes. How come Vince never called me? Hello. Hello, who is this? This is Justin Gatt. It is. This is Vince McMahon from WWE. All right. Hello, Vince. So the question is, Dustin, do you know the password tonight? Yes, I do. It's WWE you, Universe. WWE Universe. All right. So is apparently,
1: apparently, uh, apparently, people were. Wait. Ooh. Why doesn't? <laughs> in cash money. All
0: right. All right. All right. All right. Money, money, money. What's a good day's work?
1: Hello. Hello. Who is this? Donna Rose. Donna Rose. This is Vince Donna McMahon. Rose. Is that? Is that our friend's mom? Yes, we are. You are. What's the password? You got that right. All right. So the keyword there is, what is it, Eddie?
0: Password.
1: Password. And there are companies that are definitely putting the clamp down on password sharing. So let's tell them about it. Eddie, why uh, why don't you hit them with a little bit of this?
0: Yeah, you know, you talk about your Netflix, your Amazon Prime, HBO Now, I think it's called. I mean, I think we've all done this, you know, with friends before and family members where you just get the account set up and then you just kind of, you know, share the password with loved ones and, uh, you know, friends and relatives maybe. Um, I know this was big with Netflix in Florida when uh, a lot of my buddies had Netflix, like, one person would just get the freaking uh, Netflix account, and then we would all chip in like every month, like couple bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'd all have Netflix
1: for free. <laughs> I think it was, uh, I think it was like ten or no, uh, for free. That didn't make anything. Yeah, I think it was like uh, ten, like ten people that you could have on your Netflix account. And I think they've cracked down on that now. Um, I've always had Netflix. So I've actually shared. I'm actually currently sharing my Netflix um, with someone. So, um, but I pay for it. So, but uh, I've definitely gotten in on the sharing deal. Um, HBO, I was sharing someone's HBO at one point. I was actually also sharing someone that I wasn't even actively like really talking to him anymore. One of my former bosses, he had given me his Comcast login. So I had like the ability oh, to nice. log into Comcast and watch all their like, you know, on demand and all that stuff. And I think you could actually watch their live channels too, possibly with it. Um, but yeah, then he switched
0: so. yeah uh bright house in florida if you had the bright house cable network and then on your phones you go to like abc.com or espn.com or whatever you can watch the games live as long as you had a bright house password so i think my friend had direct tv password too so like i just got his direct tv password and i was watching everything like with his password yeah. but they're saying now that tv providers are losing billions and billions of
1: dollars it's you <laughs> from know what this. It's the same bullshit though. And actually one of the Netflix guys said it too. So like, I mean, they're not happy about it, obviously, but it's the same thing. We talked about it with the music industry. These are not guaranteed people that are going to subscribe. I mean, uh, there's a strong potential that they're not going to at all. Right. The only reason why for they're sure. utilizing the service is because they're getting it for free.
0: I'll tell you what, I, if I didn't have that Netflix password for $2 a month, I, it wouldn't have bothered me too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So but
0: it, but since I did I got to keep up on Netflix for sure. Yeah, And I think the Netflix uh CEO actually said something to the that extent towards the uh, end of the article article here that I think he said something to the the gist of just because Oh yeah, definitely. You cut people off doesn't mean they're going to start paying all of a sudden.
1: Right. And that's you know? they're definitely not going to. Um I'll tell you what uh so um I have a service where you only get one and, you know, there's a family plan, but I don't pay for it, which is Spotify. And I can't tell you how fucking annoying it is. Like, I will be, like, you know, listening to music or whatever. I'm driving somewhere.
0: Like on your phone?
1: Right. Like, you know, I'm in the car, and I'm, like, listening to my Spotify or something. And all of a sudden, fucking Fleetwood Mac comes on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, you know, my girlfriend's at the house fucking uh, jamming out to some fucking Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Which she won't that stop listening to Oh my, God. my girlfriend. Apparently <laughs> she is like in love with Fleetwood Mac all of a sudden, but she only listens to the hits. I've been trying to get her, get her to listen to the B-sides, but she's just not having it. She's oh, just like, man. we're listening to fucking changes again. Like, no, I can't <laughs> fucking do it. So your phone just starts going off at work? No, 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 no. Like if I'm using Spotify yeah. and then all of a sudden it'll just stop. Oh, and then okay. it'll like bring up whatever they're listening to, and then it'll say listening to Spotify on such and such device. Oh, and then you could then change it to where it was like playing on whatever, you know, on your phone or whatever. But basically, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, she's a Spotify stealer. You know, I'm in the, I'm, in the, I'm like <laughs> fucking smack dab in the middle of a fucking solo or something, and all of a sudden, like, you know, fucking, you know. Whatever, some Fleetwood Mac song comes on. <laughs> but,
0: That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Spotify's got the lockdown on that Yeah, chip, so, man. I
1: mean, you, they want you to pay for a family plan. And in a family plan, you know, you can use multiple devices. But for their regular, you know whatever it's just one so that's where that's a, that's a situation where i should not have shared my password because nah, yeah even though it's my girlfriend i still should not have shared the password because i get fucked over with that and i can't you can steal it back then i've done that in the past oh you have to yeah then i could steal it back especially if you're in the middle of something and then she makes me feel bad then she's like i don't have anywhere else to listen to music you know well put some music on your phone god damn it pandora <laughs> no pandora eh, pandora yeah you know i'm sure she could use something like that But pandora sucks oh i love me some pandora oh man
0: they might be a sponsor one day what are you talking about oh man
1: pandora <laughs> used to be cool back in the day next time next thing you're gonna tell me last fm dude come on get out of here i'm all about that pandora bro what you got fucking uh rhapsody as well or i what? used to have rhapsody oh my god
0: Not, i i wasn't a big fan <laughs> I, I see. Now I shouldn't even be
1: saying that. Oh, they might be a sponsor. <laughs> they might be a sponsor, but they're, <laughs> they're not even around anymore. I think actually, I think they were. Oh, they went under. No, I think they tried to copy. Everybody tried to copy Spotify's deal. So,
0: yeah. Well, the problem I had was the interface of the app. Like, yeah. I I love the service. It was just that it would freeze a lot, and uh, there was a lot of interruptions for no goddamn reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will tell you that I actually got rid of my Spotify, and I like try. I tried out Apple Music, and I decided to go with that for a little bit, um, just because I have an Apple phone, as I've talked about in the past, and I had a bunch of music that was on my phone, and it integrates your music into the Apple music, so it's all together, um, but it's actually really, really fucking annoying when you get rid of Apple music, because it deletes all the music that you fucking manually put on your phone. It's really what? irritating. Uh, But anyway, uh, Spotify actually got rid of it because I had maxed out the amount of uh, albums and songs that you could put on it.
0: (laughs) Only you would do that. And I
1: kept (laughs) deleting things and I could never. How is that even possible? (laughs) I could never get it back to the point where I could add things again. Like I was like, if I get under 10,000, then I can add more. (laughs) And like, no, I couldn't.
0: Oh, wait, that's not even that much. 10,000 songs.
1: Yeah, that's quite a bit. I, I don't know When that... I had
0: my iPad, or my iPad, when I had my, uh, what was the original? iPod. Yeah. I had uh, 18,649 songs on it. Hmm. It was a, I think it was a 20 gig or something like that. Yeah, I don't. Um... I had a lot of. That was one of the saddest days of my life, was when my iPod died. Yeah. All that, All those fucking songs, man.
1: Yeah, it's fucking it's annoying i was but trying to i was trying to look at my itunes and see how many songs apparently it doesn't tell me anymore how many songs i have it probably can't count that high even mm-hmm. you broke the algorithm on the computer yeah it's possible i actually deleted a lot of music off of my computer i used to have a lot more than i used than i do now huh um yeah i pirated a lot of music but we really got off track allegedly on <laughs> yeah
0: let me just say uh in an effort to reduce the number of stream squatters, Charter Communications, who's the biggest culprit in like trying to sh- clamp this shit down, is reportedly asking Viacom, which operates popular channels like Comedy Central and MTV, to reduce the number of allowed simultaneous streams and force more frequent logins for paid users. Fuck you, fuck and that if shit. if you
1: make me more frequently log in I'm for my service, I'm gonna cancel yeah, it. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Because I'm gonna tell you what. I cannot stand trying to remember my fucking password and if your site makes mm-hmm. me add like a fucking symbol into it, I am so fucked. <laughs> I am just so fucked because I'm never gonna remember that we
0: we love convenience here at the jerk of all trades podcast yeah. I, and Ray's not the only one. I'm the
1: same way and and before you guys let me know, I do know that there is like you know programs that you can utilize to save all your passwords I and I you know obviously through you know whatever browser using but i know that there's other ones
0: there's Um, there's too much competition out here and if you're forcing me to do a password every week i'm just going to the next guy that does
1: seriously yeah Yeah, super super annoying but yeah espn has reduced their streams uh from 10 to 5 um yeah i mean you're gonna see this happening more and more and more because you know they're losing more money and they got to figure out other ways to you know ways to try to cut uh cut people out from getting shit for free and they're just not going to do it, so give it up, man.
0: Yeah, Amazon declined to comment, but Hulu doesn't give a fuck. Good because no one doesn't
1: give a fuck. No one likes Hulu. That's great
0: though. It's an option. Yeah. It's like if if uh, let's say Netflix makes you log in three times a day, I'm just I'm just canceling going to Hulu.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it. Hulu does suck. I'll tell and you- then
0: not only that, you can split the bill with like your girlfriend, your girlfriend's friends, me, and freaking like eight other people.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what though. Uh, Amazon should care because their fucking their streaming shit kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, yeah, it,
0: but then you have to give your Amazon password. They to have people.
1: a they have a decent amount of stuff. My problem with theirs is the interface is like straight fucking dog shit like on fire and in in a dumpster fire uh bringing it back it's so fucking annoying they integrate the stuff that you have to pay for along with the the prime shit and you can like filter it and then like put it to only prime but then they like default it back it's really fucking annoying it
0: can get a little tricky and if you
1: search for things like it doesn't only search for just prime stuff it's goddamn irritating. I don't like it.
0: I got to be honest. though. I set up my prime like uh queue and I probably haven't logged in in like the last three months since a uh, Mr. Robot yeah. marathon.
1: <laughs> yeah. I-, I will tell you that without a doubt, Netflix is still bringing it with the most compelling, like original content without a doubt. I mean, when it comes to like, you know, Hey, here's a bunch of old movies and stuff. They have really given up on that aspect of it. Like they really are at a deficit to things like Amazon. Uh, and you know, I've talked about it before, but I love Shudder for um that type of stuff uh for horror. But and Netflix actually used to have a lot of good horror stuff, but not these days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Netflix with the original content. Every time I turn on Netflix, there is another new interesting uh you know show or something i'm watching uh, i believe it's called the end of the fucking world right now which is uh i think it's from australia possibly i don't know uh, it's about this kid who thinks that he might be a serial killer and he meets up with this girl and they go on this kind of adventure thing it's based on a comic book it's actually really good dark comedy thing i watching that have you uh- ever seen stranger things uh yeah, I did. I've received
0: uh, numerous recommendations to watch it.
1: You know what? And numerous. this might this might be my hip the hipster in me. I watched the first season, and it's it's okay. Um, here, it's about kids, right? Here's here's what I don't like about it. It's uh, and I actually described this. I'm a, I'm kind of a shithead on social media sometimes, but somebody posted something about um about Stranger Things about how they didn't like it. And uh, somebody, a bunch of people got all upset about it. And I noticed like these people that were like, oh, you don't get the references and stuff. And then like, I went to this fucking profile and like this kid's like 17. Like what Stranger Things is, is 80s nostalgia for people who weren't born in the 80s.
0: It's kind of weird, isn't it? It's like, it'd be like us watching a 70s TV show. And so it's like,
1: alive basically the, the issue that I have with it is like, I mean, and you know what, it does a decent enough job at the things that it's, you know, homaging or whatever. Um, but it really is just a bunch of like unoriginal ideas put together and just like, really just like, look how many references to the eighties we can make. Look how many like eighties movie references we can make and eighties music references. And, you know, Hey, look at this style that we're aping on. Um, and I mean, honestly, like, the first couple episodes, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool," and then, like, you know, we're binge watching it, and like by like the end, I could not have given less of a shit about what happened. And apparently, the uh, <laughs> the people that made the show didn't either, because there was a character on the first season that like maybe died, uh, and I won't give away too much on that. And- died in real life no on the show oh. um and like nobody oh. nobody gave a shit like she was like trapped in this fucking like underground upside down world and like died maybe they didn't even know and like these kids are just like they didn't care. They never brought it up again. The contract dispute. I guess they... uh <laughs> that that was, write her
0: into the upside-down nah, world. No, nah,
1: it was just... Uh, I think it was just bad writing. But uh, anyway, I guess in season two, then they like explained it, even though they probably explained it because people complained about it. But anyway, uh, I did not watch season two. My girlfriend actually likes it a lot, um, and I'm kind of being a hater, and I will agree that I'm kind of being a hater, but um, I just wasn't really all that impressed with it. Yeah,
0: know? Yeah. The most recent thing I watched on Netflix was I Am Ali the Muhammad Ali documentary, two thumbs up from your boy, Eddie, the jerk, extremely insightful and original and, uh, really, really motivating. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff that I probably already knew like 90% of it, but, uh, anything Muhammad Ali, I'm all about. So I took the time out to watch two hours of, uh, I am Ali. It was really good. Yeah.
1: I've actually watched a couple of recent documentaries. Um, I watched, um, a uh, documentary called Doctor Feelgood. You seen that yet? No. It's about a uh, it's about a dude. Uh, he was basically like the a doctor who was the biggest prescriber of opiates. Um, he had prescribed some patients up to eighty one thousand opiate pills in the span of like two years. Um, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of the story <laughs> of that. But it's really interesting because you would think you hear this story and like you think it's all going to be negative toned. And it's actually not because, um, they start to get into, like, they actually have, they're interviewing the doctor and stuff, but it's not all pro him either. It's really, it's interesting. Cause it's a documentary where they really, um, they kind of do walk that middle line and there's some positive and negative on both sides instead of just being so obviously in one direction. Um, but you know, it's interesting. He talks about, you know, dosages and that type of thing. Like his, his whole deal was, um, keep increasing the dose until it works. And so that's what he kept doing. Makes sense. And as you, uh, as you give someone a particular medication, they're going to build up a tolerance to it. So even though, you know, Hey, to a normal person, it would seem like, Oh my God, like that dosage would kill you. Like, but maybe not if you were, you know, being given your, your body had become accustomed to it. So, uh, that was a really interesting documentary, really worth watching. Uh, but the thing I watched on there recently uh, that I just absolutely loved was uh, Dying to Know, which is the Ram Dass and Timothy Leary documentary. So, Oh, um, shit.
0: I didn't even know that was on there. Yeah,
1: it's actually really, really an amazing, amazing movie. So, you know, it talks about, you know. Ram Dass, What was the name of that again? Uh dying to know. i right, uh,
0: gonna scribble that.
1: So yeah, so it, you know, it talks about uh, Ram Dass and Timothy Leary and kind of like the early days of uh, LSD and um, you know, how that went and then, you know, it talks about their lives and then it talks about their divergence and like the different directions that they went in and uh, you know, Ram Dass, uh, Richard Alpert, um, you know, where he, you know, obviously went the more spiritual route and Timothy Leary um did not go that route and, uh, kind of became uh, public enemy number one for a while and, uh, told you to think for yourself and, uh, question authority. And then they show when they, um, when they kind of get back together and, uh, there's a really awesome conversation with them from the mid nineties. And, um, it, what it talks a lot about though is life and about death and about like coming to accept that. And, uh, you know, if you did not know, Timothy Leary is dead. Ram Dass is actually not dead, although he's actually um, had some health issues uh, over the you know past decade or so. Uh, but Timothy Leary uh, is dead. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a very uh, it's a very intense documentary. You walk out of it and it's just like, wow, like but just very, very amazing and uh, definitely worth watching. So,
0: yeah, I might check that out.
1: Two thumbs up, uh, two thumbs up from Ray the Jerk on that. So
0: I have a lot of shit to still watch on my Netflix.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't have as much, but there's always new stuff they're adding. So uh, that turned into a Netflix uh, yeah, <laughs> promotion. I'll, I'm so. just going
0: to make that a timestamp. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. It's time for some social media. Yeah, Let's do it. You guys know
0: what time it is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us, comment, like, retweet, favorite. And uh, anything else you can do on those goddamn social medias out there, uh, patreon.com slash JOAT podcast. If you want to donate to the jerks, uh, we'd appreciate it. And then uh, and in turn, make the show even bigger than, and better than before. It's patreon.com slash JOAT podcast. And then, as always, the home of the jerks, JOATpodcast.com. Accept no imitations. Yes. Uh, weekly funny, the original. Picks. Show notes and videos from the video corner. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, if you haven't already and you're listening to this, subscribe. Why haven't you subscribed? If you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed, what are you doing with your life? That's why i seriously, on <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> uh, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere and anywhere. Jerk of all trades is there. That kind of rhymed. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's all right. We might <laughs> <laughs> time
0: stamp that. Yeah, and then, um, Leave a comment and review. Uh, That helps us out, and uh, we'd like to hear any feedback that you
1: guys might have. We want to defeat that iTunes algorithm.
0: Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, last but not least, if uh, you already left a comment and you already left a review, hit us up, jerkofalltradespodcast at gmail.com.
1: All right. We're going to break, and we'll see you on the flip side. Hey, what's up guys, Ray the Jerk from the Jerk of All Trades podcast with an offer just for you, the listener of the Jerk of All Trades podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their sensational service. I've got a recommendation for you once you get your trial all set up, and that is Robert Anton Wilson's Cosmic Trigger, Volume 1 the final secret of the Illuminati. Trust me when I say you'll be declaring yourself a Pope in no time flat. To download your free audio book today, go to audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast to get your free audio book, courtesy of the jerks. All right, y'all, we are back in the saddle again. And we're starting off with a really fun topic for me, and that is motherfucking Power Clown. And Power Clown, if you didn't know, you're about to know, is an Iron Maiden tribute band that dresses up as fucking clowns. And yeah, uh, their lead singer just got busted with $7 million worth of drugs in Japan. So um, I figured... What is he doing <laughs> being in a band for uh
0: seven million dollars well, so
1: he can uh travel over uh to other countries yeah. and not be questioned so God. i wanted to, uh, i wanted to hear what power clown sounded like so let's uh let's check them out this is power clown i'm kind of disappointed though um well you know what i'll play it and then i'll, I'll tell Trying you
0: and it's number. Uh, <laughs> uh, ah, yeah. six six
1: six. Seven seven eight 8394256 six. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Eight
0: six seven five three zero
1: nine. Six six six. On your keypad. He this he is absolutely shit faced by the way right now. I'm interested to hear him hit these highs and see what it sounds like. I just want to hear the. I want to hear if he can hit this high here. Do we think he can? He's probably on a pretty significant amount of amphetamine, so possibly. This ain't no fuzzy. There <laughs> <laughs> it comes. Can he hit it? Not bad. All right, there it is. It was a little soft. Power Clown uh, with Number of the Beast. So I'll tell you what the disappointing thing... So I was actually pretty excited when I saw this, not because this guy got busted with like $7 million worth of drugs, uh, but because I thought that there was a band that dressed like clowns and did clown-based covers of Iron Maiden songs, which would be amazing because one of my favorite bands to come out over the past few years is a band called Max Sabbath. And have you heard of Max Sabbath, Eddie? Oh
0: yeah, every day.
1: Yeah. So Some- <laughs> Ma- Max Sabbath is a uh Oh, wait, actually I have heard yeah, of them. I think I've- I think I've told you about them probably, but <laughs> they are uh, they're a Black Sabbath cover band that dresses like uh, the McDonald's characters, so Ronald the, McDonald. The lead singer is Ronald McDonald, and they've got an awesome fucking grimace. Uh, that's also Geezer Butler. Um, they're t- Tony. Is that I- the
0: group with the really good looking chick or whatever?
1: No, that was another band that played oh, at that. Shit. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, like metal mariachi, I think they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, Max Sabbath is fucking awesome. So I was kind of hoping that this was a similar thing. It, oh,
0: Max Sabbath's way better than these guys. I mean, it
1: looks like these guys just dress like clowns, and then uh, they do Iron Man songs. Well, but With anyway.
0: all due respect to a power clown.
1: Yes, with all due respect to Dick C. Diano. That's his name. Dixie Deano. Oh, De- okay. Yeah, Dixie. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess I suppose that that's probably a playoff of, uh, you know, Bruce Dickinson. Could be. And uh, Paul Deano. He had to I be know. shitting
0: his pants while he was in the airport, though.
1: Yeah, he had 9.8 <laughs> kilograms of stimulant drugs concealed within the fake bottom of a guitar case and in multiple tea canisters. This story has
0: me wondering just how many times... Nirvana traveled
1: with drugs in their <laughs> guitar cases i and sure. shit like that, yeah, I'm and sure. they never got caught. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that, that's actually a good question. I don't know for sure if he was never caught with drugs, but I mean, he certainly had a lot more money than uh, than the power clown guys. Probably Very true. Do.
0: He could just pawn it off on a a mule and just have somebody yeah. carry it for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this, this guy too, like he was uh, apparently the week before, or this is a month before he wrote, uh, are you an Asian drug dealer? Because you're bringing me down. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. I didn't really understand that. Yeah. Did you, did you read the, <laughs> uh, did you read the statement from the band?
0: Yeah, but I didn't put it in the outline. Okay.
1: Oh, well, let's let's read let's read what the band had to say about uh about his bust. This is actually pretty fucking funny considering that I mean this is like a real dude, right? And like he's gonna By the way, I think yeah. where, where he's getting locked gonna lock the fuck up? Where are these fucking guys from? They're from like Australia or some shit, right? You know what? I'm oh, not Va- sure. Oh, Canada, Canada. Vancouver. They're
0: from Canada? Oh, yeah. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Canadians are such good people.
1: Yeah. So, uh <laughs> Their their bandmate, Sketchy Clown, uh, he wrote this eloquent little uh, statement about Dixie Diano's arrest. Flags are flying half-mast at the Power Clown Circus Tent. I assure you, any frowns we are wearing are real, painted on or not. All we can do is hope for the best for him. Clownery and parlor tricks, whether by him or us, ain't gonna do no good even with his voice, the voice of a songbird, and his velvet-painting smooth charm, he won't be able to talk his way out of these hijinks. Even if he did speak English or Japanese, uh, which he does not, while none of us clowns condone Dixie's actions or recommend anyone else attempting something that's foolish, we can hope for the best for our grease-painted pal. We hope that by some small, make-that-large miracle, he somehow manages to slide his cock by- Cockpink pink pants and dance himself back home to face this different form of music he created for himself. So uh, I wonder what kind of shade
0: the cock pink is. Is, is that a darker pink? Do you think, uh, or maybe a
1: brighter pink? I don't know. That's a great question. I, I, I'm thinking it might be on the brighter side. Yeah, the cock yeah. pink. Always look on the brighter side there of uh, of Dixie. So. <laughs> Dixie, uh, we we love you, Dixie. If you somehow make it back here, and we hope you do, we may even go easy on you. Maybe no promises. I, this story is just so goddamn ridiculous to me. Like it just feels like like with Fake that news. with that statement too. It's just like. I mean what like legit that's their legit statement it almost feels like hey you know what we're getting a new singer we need to like blow the fuck up and so let's you know get our uh, current singer busted and then we'll come out with this crazy statement and uh, yeah but I don't think it probably worked because I don't think most people heard about this story but
0: it's really it's really crazy yeah it's pretty... apparently he was sweating profusely. Profusely. oh yeah <laughs>
1: That's how I got busted. Oh. Uh, yeah. prof- <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know what is profusiously. It's like when, when you when you're. Uh, oh fuck! Is it know. similar to profusely? <laughs> <laughs> but with a little bit of extra pizzazz. It's like,
0: it's like prof- profuse with Confucius. Ah, th- there you
1: go. <laughs> Profucius, say. Oh, it's he, like an enlightened, sweaty person. He <laughs> he was in Japan. <laughs> Oh, was he wearing a medical
0: mask or what? Um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, like you said, there's no word on the details of the arrest. Yeah.
1: So yeah. So who knows? not really sure. Yeah. We're not sure what's happening. He might be in some sort of, uh, you know, crazy Japanese prison. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Japanese prison before. Don't they have like really, really low uh, incarceration rates?
0: I believe so. Yes. And yeah, and they're, they're the lost uh, in the
1: world. They have a lot of weird laws, though, too. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, we might but, uh, have to ooh, we might bring, have to look that bring up. Bring it back to the old school. Bring it back uh yeah, we might have to do an all Japanese uh version of Weird Laws. So, hi. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the racist impressions of Eddie the Jerk do not necessarily reflect <laughs> the intentions of the Jerk of All Trades podcast. So. Hi. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Alright, on we go. Are you getting sleepy now? Sounds like I'm at the beach. Yeah, like I'm getting sleepy. Yeah,
0: like I'm laying on the sand.
1: I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep and my head's gonna hit the microphone. I think that would be an Eddie trademark. All right, I gotta turn this shit off. I gotta turn this off before I fucking I gotta turn this off before I get a copyright claim when I put this on oh, YouTube. No, no, <laughs> I get sued for that. <laughs> oh, fucking YouTube! What are you doing with your life? This is a little strange too. Yeah, this is fucking silly. So. Uh, yes, uh, there is a sleep therapy publisher. Uh, they're claiming a 10-hour YouTube video of white noise is fringing, infringing upon their content. Uh, so hmm. this dude, Sebastian Tomczak, uh is going to dispute these claims. I guess he got hit with uh, five copyright claims on this white noise On deal.
0: white noise. How is that even possible?
1: I, I, I mean, I think the breakdown... There's no lyrics to it. There's yeah. no,
0: like... like uh,
1: melody to it there's nothing to it like it's just hmm. it's very odd let's see they actually have his let's hear his uh, oh I'm kind of scared to hit this let's hear what this sounds like that's what she said oh boy this is his video this is one of his videos Ooh.
0: Listen to this with Weinstein
1: in the room. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, did uh, did you see Bill Cosby when he came over earlier? No. Did he go? he didn't drink, slip nothing in my water. Did he go anywhere? I drink. <laughs> I ain't eating none of that jello. Okay, I gotta stop that. I was actually trying to get into it too, and I felt I felt uh, I felt a little weird there. So I'm not sure why that would be, but anyway. So yeah, uh, this dude got fucking hit with like five claims on this thing, um, but you know the i guess there's an algorithm as well that catches a lot of this stuff so um you know the algorithm was fooled apparently yeah is what they're uh what they're claiming uh,
0: another guy got copyright claimed over a bird song
1: a fucking <laughs> that was in the
0: background of his video it wasn't Jesus. even like the main part of the video it's just like in the background of it yeah
1: yeah, we we haven't uh we haven't made it to the copyright claim yet, but we got a we got a little slap on the wrist from uh from our YouTube brothers at one point. Sure, so. we get notifications
0: every once in a while, but we just work together. We just work yeah, with them. You know
1: what? We uh we think you're okay, YouTube. We think you're okay, Google. So, oh absolutely yeah they're uh, they're saying that only uh, the rate of invalid claims is below one percent according to Google so. according to Google it's <laughs> right yeah 1%. we're not showing you the numbers but just fucking trust us yeah. so.
0: cool well, with all that said, it's time to go home yeah but first, wise words from the jerks
1: All right Eddie, hit them with the uh, with your wise words oh, yeah. for the week.
0: I mean mine is short and sweet. it's pretty simple. never judge a book by its cover. You know, like, uh, me and Ray have been friends for a long time. And th- going back to not judging mm-hmm. people by how they look or how they dress or anything like that, me and Ray don't have much in common. <laughs> <laughs> in music, terms of... Yeah. Music-wise, we don't listen to the same music. Movies-wise, we watch different movies. We watch good ones. But somehow throughout some music. all these years, we're still really close friends. And that's because we never judge each other based upon appearance And shit like that, we've made it through past all the bullshit and still remain friends after so many years. Absolutely. So give people a chance – you know whether they're a different skin color or they speak a different language, or they hit their head in a microphone a lot of yeah, times, or they hit their fucking pop filter <laughs> with the goddamn giant <laughs>
1: headphones. I'm wearing.
0: <laughs> just give people a chance. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know Don't what? judge
1: people right away. Get just give, give it some time. I complete. I could not agree with you more. Uh, some of my best friends in life are people that you know on outward appearance you would think there's no fucking chance. So you know what? Yeah, it's cool to have people that are into similar interests and stuff. But you know what? Uh, all that stuff is just kinda, you know, that's, that's exterior, you know, that's your, uh, the, the version of you that you show to the world or whatever. So, you know, obviously there's some, uh, some deeper shit there, or at least I like to think so. So yeah, uh, you know, give people a chance and I think you'll be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. So there it is. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, for my, uh, for my wise words, um, Once again, my wise words are going to be a quote um, rather than something directly from Ray the Jerk's mouth, but it's going to come directly from my mouth right now. So um, this is actually from uh, Dune, and I will say that um, I've actually never read the Dune book, uh, but I've seen the Dune movie, and it's my most hated David Lynch movie, uh, and I love David Lynch. But anyway, this quote is just absolutely amazing, and I've heard good things about the book, and I would like to read it. And apparently they're making a new Dune movie uh, or series um, that's supposed to be really awesome from uh, a really good director, Uh, Dennis Villain. I'm not going to be able to properly pronounce his name. What's the quote?
0: (laughs) Here it is.
1: It is. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path where the fear has gone. There will be nothing. Only I will remain. I love it. So yes, absolutely. I love that fucking clip. fear. Fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the thing that is going to hold you back more than anything else in this world is the fear of, of the unknown, the fear of failure, the fear fear of anything. Um and if you just push past that and you let fear go and you let you know, let it let it happen but still do whatever it is that you should be doing, push yourself past your bounds, past what you think that you're capable of, um uh, you're going to find that your life is going to be so much more incredible than it hopefully already is. So
0: yeah, as FDR once said, uh, "Only thing we have to fear is fear itself." Yes, I really don't understand that, but <laughs>
1: yeah, fuck it, you, fear.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's weird how the mind can create certain perceptions and illusions out of nothing. But absolutely, it's, <clears throat> it's 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 just how it is. It's like how we evolved into the creatures that we are.
1: Right, because yeah, you know, we talked about the bubble. You know, many many episodes ago and you know it's that kind of it's just those natural instincts of humans you know like we you know we are in our head and we're thinking about the past and we're thinking about the future and instead of just like pushing through and just doing something you're going to come up with all of these different like you know possible you know bad scenarios with something especially if it's something that you know it's outside of your comfort zone or something that you would normally do or well most
0: other animals don't do that though like lions and bears and maybe yeah, other monkeys and stuff. They don't sit around thinking like, "Oh man, later today I'm gonna or later tonight I gotta go get some bananas." Or right. the old lady's gonna bitch at me They live in them. the moment. Yeah, it's just like the, if they ever do have anxiety or fear, it's like the moment they get attacked by another animal. Right. Exactly. As, as opposed to like projecting a thought about something in the future something, or something Im- in the past yeah,
1: something imaginary so
0: yeah humans are the only only species that i think really does that
1: yeah I, you know what uh it's it's consciousness it's conscious awareness of being and you know beyond that you know beyond the fear of hey doing something cool in your life or whatever um you know the the fear of the the ultimate unknown the fear of dying we're all gonna die right we're all at some point just gonna probably cease. i don't know
0: right you know <laughs> every, at this point. every week we got yeah.
1: stories coming out so maybe you're not going to but chances are you're probably gonna die and it's pretty fucking scary um you know and no one knows what's really gonna happen but don't let that fear you know stop you from living your life while you have the chance to do that did so. you
0: know they cloned monkeys uh, no. Yeah, I just saw that on Facebook uh, earlier uh, earlier today or yesterday uh hmm. in one of the Facebook groups. I didn't read the whole article yet. I might save it for a, another show down the road, but they have successfully cloned monkeys.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, t- I'm <laughs> telling you what, man. Black, Black, Mirror, oh my goodness. Black Mirror is getting closer and closer. No doubt. So I'm waiting to have my consciousness put into... The InspiroBot. Ooh. When I when I go, I want one thing to happen. I want I want my body to be cremated, but I want my soul and my very essence to be put into InspiroBot. There you go. And my InspiroBot actually turned out pretty good from our wise words,
0: actually. Uh, I got a guy. Uh, who cares about the picture? My InspiroBot says, new ideas are created to fill our lives with people. That goes back to the judging, not judging people by how they look. Absolutely. New ideas are created to fill our lives with people. So don't be afraid to try new things because you'll meet new people and they might
1: be really awesome. If you face your fears and you go do something outside of your normal world, you're going to find some people.
0: Eddie the Jerk with a big-ass smile on his face. All right, here we go. (laughs)
1: InspiroBot, give me the good stuff. A tree is a touch just for you. Mmm. Give me that oxygen. Yeah, you know what? It is uh, it's the very essence of life. <laughs> and I did Inspire Robot one more time and I got Look Woke. No, there you go! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I am one woke motherfucker and with that being said, J-O-A-T is Audi 5000. We love you guys. Stick with us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.